Hello and welcome to another episode of Starfield with Normal People. Today, episode five. My name is Michael and I'm accompanied by Dwayne. Hey guys. How's it going, Dwayne? It's going. Actually, I got to use my space trucker voice. Yeah. It's going good, man. Yeah, he's full out, on space trucker. I'm out there in space hauling loads. Sometimes when the space cops come after me, I'm dropping loads it's in a- space. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dropping I, loads in space. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> Or do I? Sir blows a lot is dropping <laughs> loads in space. This is this is a tra- podcast that's safe for for kids in the car, right? We do. Uh, we we are a clean podcast. Yeah. At the moment, so we'll we'll see if they get your mind changes. out of the cutter. Pete. Yeah. Stop Please. It. Um. But yeah, you know, space trucking, and uh, you know, it's a lonely life out there. I love that they're embracing the whole space trucker thing. Like when I first they saw really did. the uh, space trucker outfit, I immediately yeah. picked it up. I got my Demos. Uh, hat yeah. that I'm sporting. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people found that right off the bat too. And yep. I have now started a small collection of trucker hats, just like real life. <laughs> you know, and what's nice is if you're leaning into that space trucker kind of uh, vibe mm-hmm. and you don't really want to get into shipbuilding, there is a company, there's a place called Hope Town. Yes. And they will, like, I saw their ships that they're selling are all very, like, bulky and cargo based so they got want- any lot lizards yeah that looked looked like could be um but yeah so that's a good place to go if you're leaning into yeah, hope the, town. the yep hope town for trucking yep speaking of trucking when you're out there what do you eat what do you when you're chunks. on the go- chunks it's all about the chunks in <laughs> fact i was perusing uh tiktok or twitter whatever some social media and i yeah. saw real life chunks that somebody had created i think we'll uh, throw throw up a picture yeah, here for those of you that, that watch us on youtube but uh if you're not if you're just listening it is an egg in a in a perfect cube <laughs> yeah and what hash browns or are those pancakes or be. what <laughs> i think they're pancakes it's a beautiful thing look uh, i would it's very interesting. i would absolutely eat that 10 out of 10 <laughs> i have to say chunks to me is one of those things where it's funny but it I, is like, hilarious i kind of hate it like some things should not be cubes. <laughs> yeah, that's Some- why it is funny. <laughs> yeah. I think Bethesda does that so well with weird uh running gags. They yeah. did that in Skyrim, they did it in Fallout. Yeah. And with Nuka Cola, I think was kind of like the running food gag. Yeah. And uh and Chunks is hilarious because Chunks is so funny. you find empty chunk wrappers and you find <laughs> yeah. all of these variation variations of different types of chunks and you're like wow like yeah i guess if i was desperate and hungry then yeah i'm gonna rip open this space food and eat a chunk we should do a video for our channel where we mm-hmm. list everything that's available in chunks form yeah and and rate them <laughs> we should actually have an actual cook-off and see who can make the best oh, chunk in real man, life and that would that would be that'd yeah. be really something you've been to paradiso paradiso i love paradiso okay so and they have yeah. the chunk cafe <laughs> there right. which is like we sell the same chunks as everyone else we just they have the make it sound better and yeah the, charge more money for it. the guy at the desk is like this is the only place with a chunks gourmet restaurant yeah. was, i'm just losing <laughs> it at that point it's so funny the There's chunk. never been a more American reference than that. Like, <laughs> I don't know, an up, upsell, upscale McDonald's or something. Yeah, right? it's the same food, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, maybe, Fancier maybe it's, it's made fresh. It's uh, Maybe that's the difference. Is it's Of cu- course, of it's course it is. cubed right there on the premises. <laughs> Freshly cubed. Yeah. We wanted to talk about weapons. So I'm using the pacifier, which is a pretty clever name for a a fairly nice shotgun. I'm only yeah. level 10, Michael. Um, only level 10. I, I have not been able to put in the same amount of hours that you have. Yeah. And you have an announcement to make. We'll get to it in a second, but I should just go ahead. Tell the people. Yes. So I have officially completed the story, the main story. Yeah. Now I am currently- You know what's at the center of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I do It's more know. chunks. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just it's, it's, one it's big more chunk. chunks. It's the moon is cheese. It's, it's a, a new, cube. And it's, it's a, a new chunks. Chunk. It's a new chunks that I can't tell you about. It's mm. it's uh, super chunks. Yeah, you get super chunks. <laughs> hey, you guys. So you did the main storyline and you kind of said, forget all these side quests. I'm just yes. going to do the main storyline because you're curious or why did I you do did, that? I was way too curious about yeah, like I and didn't, didn't get, want. I didn't want to get spoiled. Okay. I get That's it now. That's the biggest thing. So. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get spoiled. And I, I got to say, and I think this is evident early on, 
What I like about this storyline is it's not like other games where we've got to do this right now. So like in Fallout 4, you've got to go look for your son and then you're off doing side quests and settlement building like it didn't really make sense. Hmm. Whereas in Starfield, there's it, there's not like a necessarily pressing issue. It's more yeah, like the universe won't go on yeah, despite you getting further into that storyline. Exactly. Yeah. Like Constellation are explorers. And so while you're doing everything else that you're doing, you're exploring and you're looking mm-hmm. for these things. Um, so anyway, I like that, but I personally just was too curious. I had to know. So yeah, I didn't do the side quest. And that you're, you're that. only at level 30, right? I'm at, I'm 31, which I 31. feel like is very low to be, to have completed the main quest line to I, me. I, I don't know. I mean, some, I mean, there's no yeah cap. There were some right? things that I, yeah, I don't think, I don't believe there's a cap. There were some things that were pretty difficult. I will say <laughs> there were some things that were pretty What's tough. What's the highest level monster you faced or or mob or what are we calling it? Just enemy? Ooh, yeah, I don't. Do you recall it? Like a 45 oh, or yeah. a level I do, you know, 60? I or... so do not pay attention to those numbers. Okay. But I, I do think that I've seen maybe like between 30 and 40. I don't know if it's gone higher than that. Mm-hmm. It's felt pretty balanced. Even when it became a challenge, it's been pretty balanced. Right. Um, but I am now kind of going back and slowly like going through some of the side missions and stuff. And yeah, so at some point in the future, we are going to have an episode where we talk about the story and the sure. ending, but that day is not It'll here It'll be yet. in five years when I finally complete it. <laughs> when Dwayne finally completes it. First, I got to finish Fallout. Yeah. I'll just say this. It's, you know, this game has me thinking and I, I love that it's got me thinking about the cosmos and space and like our place in the cosmos and that's just a general comment about the game as a whole. I love that. And I want to reference one of our old film professors used to always say he would call it a refrigerator moment, which is you watch a movie, you, five days later, you're opening up the fridge and you suddenly think back to that movie. And you yeah. have this kind of moment of like thoughts or, or you know, wonder about the film, the narrative. Yeah. And that's a good thing because it, it and it's done the same thing to you in Starfield. I'll add to that, that Starfield has personally become a 10 out of 10, I think, for me. Only and took one episode for you to go from an 8 to a 10. <laughs> to go from 8 to a 10. I'm still at an 8, yeah. I think. I think the reason is because, not only because it's got me thinking about stuff, so that's that's a big one, um, but also I'm now realizing... Wait, Star- are you going to quit your job and move to Alaska? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Become a miner. If I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I think, uh, just hoping to find an artifact. Um, there, there are so many gameplay loops, I want to say. And when I say so many, I mean, there's more than one or two. In video so, game or what do you mean? Um, so when I say gameplay loop, what I mean is like, you do this and you do this, you do this, you get rewarded. Yeah. And so a game that I loved, Fallout 4, to me, the gameplay loop is kind of very similar throughout the entire game to the point where you sort of reach a limit, like each gameplay session, right? You'll sit down, play, enjoy, but then you're kind of like, all right, that's enough for today. It's and almost like a, a a fair ride where you get on, you complete the ride, and then yep. you get off, and then you go home. Yeah. Right? Your session of Fallout 4 is you pick a quest, you go do the quest or the loop, Right. Yep. And then you, you get rewarded with it. some XP, maybe mm-hmm. a you're like, okay, I can check out now. Yeah. I can sign off. If you really got into settlement building, that's when it becomes more like Minecraft where you're spending hours and hours and hours just building. But Starfield to me has enough gameplay loops that each time you sign on it to play, yeah, you don't really know what that night's going to be like. If I, if I sign into fallout four, I know exactly what kind of gameplay experience I'm going to have. And in Starfield, I don't because hmm. there's some nights right now, the storyline I'm, I'm working through, um, Ryujin, uh, you know, the company stuff. And it's a lot of talking to people and yeah. stealth. I'm not, I haven't been in like a huge gun battle in a couple nights. Mm -hmm. And I'm the same way. Like, I think the loop that I'm in, if you will, is the same thing. I was doing a bunch of quest 
storylines right where there wasn't yeah. combat it was just kind of go here talk to this person and yep somebody actually in this same storyline they said they're they're now giving me a possible quest where i just am going to a planet to harvest mm-hmm. so now i know oh okay this is going to be more like no man's sky i'm going to get to it you know, sort of an abandoned planet. I'm going to explore, which I love doing. I think I've mentioned that before. I love going to a planet and just seeing what's on the horizon. And it's a totally different gameplay loop from that other stuff. And from fighting pirates. To me, it's almost a dangerous game to own Mm -hmm. because I feel like I only quit when I have to go take care of something or I'm falling asleep. That that is a sign of a really really addictive game, and when you said that, it made me think of World of Warcraft. And I haven't played mm-hmm. WoW for over a decade, but I recall those days where if you had the stamina, you could log twenty yeah. hours straight for weeks, right? You, like yeah. just popping out to crap a few hours <laughs> of sleep and then coming back like, in. Oh, I need to eat something. You could raid. You could solo quest. You could mm-hmm. level up and grind a certain skill. You could craft. I mean, there was a lot to do and it was all done so well. Again, that's why I think Bethesda games take eight years to build or longer. And right. they also last a long time. They have longevity, which so few video games like think of like the games that you're still playing that have been out for a decade. Grand yeah. Theft Auto. Yeah. Right. That's one of them. Maybe. That's one that um, I can. Yeah. I, I always kind of go back to that. Yeah. Fallout 4 or yep. 3 even. But that's the Skyrim. Well, that's the crazy thing is that Skyrim and Fallout 4 are those games for me. And like GTA. Do you play the first Hitman? But you're playing reiterations oh, of that game. They started a new trilogy, Hitman 1. Uh, so, yeah, that's another one that I can play a lot of, but not as much as a Bethesda title title because right. the gameplay it's very loop, one track gameplay. Yeah. Or, yeah. And it's so you have to be so patient that if you run out of patience in a Bethesda game, mm-hmm. you can then just go rampage. Yes. And if your stealth isn't working out, you can just not stealth. Hey, man, you can't really do that. So, uh, yeah, you're getting into the so you're still kind of in the early game, sort of. You mm-hmm. said like around 10 hours. I'm, I'm at level 10. Oh, you're right at level now. 10. So mm-hmm. definitely more than 10 more than hours. 10 hours. Yeah. And what's interesting is. I think one of the reasons why initially we wanted to talk about weapons, I had this idea of a certain build that I was going to come in and play. I was going to play this chaos build, right? With explosives. Right. And boxing. So I actually specced boxing. And what I found is that because you can run into all sorts of enemies, usually they're much higher than I am right now. I'm getting my butt kicked in in yeah. boxing. Boxing does not effective right. <laughs> like just hand to just bare bones, which it wouldn't be in real life. So th- that's somewhat realistic. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to pay off down the road at all. Like if you go deep into that trait and unlock everything, or if it's worth it. But what I've found, it has. I just love shotguns. Yeah, they're they're plentiful. They're effective. Mm-hmm. Typically, I'm close range with a lot of these enemies, so I'm actually leaning right. more into like a stealthy slash shotgun build. Okay, yeah, and and that's what's fun for me, I guess. And grenades and explosives are just they're there, and if I have them, I'll use them. But they're not very plentiful right now, right? And they're not too effective. They're it's- hard hard to throw because there's like. You're in a space station yeah. and there's stuff everywhere. So it's so like, I can't I actually, throw exactly where I want it. So I actually upgraded my grenades. Okay. And what it gave me is that I can hold and get an arc and a landing spot. See? So there you I'm go. I'm glad that's in the game. Yeah. That makes total sense. Because right now I'm just bouncing it off the gir- girder structure or whatever you want to yeah. call it. I'm finding that a lot of complaints uh, about some gameplay elements are actually solved in game by getting a perk in something. Yeah. yeah. And so what that's what's kind of interesting is like you're like man I'm tearing these grenades I don't know how to throw them but then mm-hmm. a- after a while you get the perk and then you kind of get that you know that arc and I wonder if cuz I set a mine and and then I couldn't find it and I didn't detonate it myself, right. which means I couldn't, I, I was like, oh, I better pick this up because my, the NPC is not heading towards the mine I just put down. Yep. And then I couldn't pick it up. I so that had, must be a perk that I can unlock later, maybe. Actually, no. Okay. I'll just say, 
Take it. I, I was, well, no, uh, I'm kind of on your side with this, even though I was able to per- pick it up, mm-hmm. but it was so hard to find. Okay. It so just, it's just it kind tiny of little space. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, I was in like a dark underground mining thing when I was throwing these mines around. Honestly, one of the things that is to their credit is that items in the game really melt into the environment yeah in it in the good way <laughs> for realism and how it looks but then it's difficult to pick stuff up to because, be fair they give you yeah. a scanner yes and they give you a flashlight yep and you just always forget to use if you pop either that one of scanner, those <laughs> yeah if you pop that scanner you are going to get You'll an pop outline that scanner pop it you'll get an outline of everything that is pick upable Right. Is that a <laughs> oh, pick up a bull? Definitely. Yeah. So I saw a mod that makes all the the upgrade books or magazines. What are they called? Like the, yeah, the perk little, magazines. The perk magazines. Yeah, yeah. Makes them glow. Oh, wow. Which I was like, I need this because there's a million notebooks in the game. You know, they, they have custom more, titles. They are or a little like more covers. colorful. Yeah. But I mean, but you're I, still I like, it. is this one? Is this one? No. So you I sure was, about that. <laughs> so I was able to pick up a mine, but yeah, it was, it was hard to see. And, and I also, uh, I haven't had a lot of success with mines. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've been in the right situation for them yet. You need them for like the terra, terra, terramorphs, terramorphs, because they will charge you. Like, okay. Your typical human NPCs don't. Can you believe that I'm 51 hours in and I have not you still yet. haven't found a terramorph. Yeah. I haven't mm-hmm. fought one. Although I, I've already. But have you extended your ship's warranty? <laughs> I saw those people. <laughs> yeah. I, I oh, you saw, did see them again? Yeah, I got, I got that, nice. um, that random encounter and I saw, and I just can't play this way, but I saw someone online, um, immediately like blew them up, like out mm. of the sky. They were like, this is what I wish I could do. (laughs) (laughs) Someone that's the whole reason, but that's to put that, uh, it's catharsis, right? You're like, it's that release of finally I can just, you know, tell these people. You should be able to board a ship and then fly it into a, uh, star. Oh (laughs) man. Fly it right into Seoul. (laughs) I was going to say, well, you can board them. Yeah. (laughs) Sending them right into the sun. That'd be great. Yeah. So yeah, I think your, your build with melee and boxing it does seem to me that it's one of those things that pays off way later down the perk. That's why I haven't completely written it off. I'm like, this is just, I'm just too green right now to use this effectively. Because I think one of the last ones you can get is it's like neuro strikes Mm -hmm. and that's the big one. And I remember they featured it in the direct and they were showing off that like, Oh yeah, you keep going from 20 feet away. You're running and, and, um, yeah, yeah. And you punch I, their brains right out of their space helmets. There is a point in the game where you get it. You can get an ability to rush at someone. And right after you rush at them for like 20 seconds, all your attacks are more powerful. Yeah. So I was thinking about you. Yep. That is I my, that. I was like, I love that. That's going to be Dwayne. That's going to be that boxer you know if you're doing like a ninja type character that's going to be what you want Mm -hmm. those abilities are something that i think that we can get into in a few episodes once more people have sat with the game and kind of know what we're talking about um so yeah i'm i'll be very interested if you hey don't stick with this character for me but if you do stick with it and you end up doing the neuro strikes. I'll be very interested, you know, in us talking about that down the road. Yeah, and I'll have something to look forward to on on that front. Yeah. Regarding weapons, I want to talk about ammo and inventory management. Okay. Because I've noticed, um, so, you know, Christiani's playing the game and this is the first time that she's dealing, like she hasn't played Fallout. So mm-hmm. she's now dealing with, whoa, all these weapons have different ammo types. Right. And if I can just, uh, maybe this will benefit any of our listeners, but I have a few tips for managing your weapons and your, your inventory. Um, Lay them on me. So first off. Because I have every ammo type possible yeah. in my inventory because it <laughs> yeah. weighs nothing, right? <laughs> The ammo is ammo zero weight. Yeah. Yeah. And so here's kind of a few tips for that. So number one, as you're get picking up all these guns, you at, at some point it's going to tell you, okay, you're carrying too much, mm-hmm. right? 
there's a few different ways that you can sort. So you can click if you're on the uh, if you're on Xbox, you can click, uh, I believe, the left stick. But look down at the, the menu in case I've got that wrong. It might be right stick, but you can sort it by value can sort it by damage. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for, you know, whatever weapon's going to give you the most damage, you can sort that way. Uh, and then what I like to do is sort by ammo type because you're going to have like, let's say you've got 20 guns and you're like, okay, I don't need all these guns. If I've got three guns that have the same ammo type, you can then drop two of them and just keep uh, the one that has the attachments that you like or the abilities that you like, mm-hmm. or if it's a legendary or something like that. In my opinion, you don't need any other gun that has the same ammo type. Right. Because so it's it, redundant to have two guns that carry the same yeah. ammo. Yeah. I can see sometimes, sometimes. What if one has the like zero G mod on it? Right. Versus. Okay, so that's a great example of when you would want to keep it. Yeah. I, I'm right now, I'm to the point where like I'm just I I, I just assume I'm always gonna find another weapon that's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. So honestly Which I'm, is true, you do find a lot of yeah, cool weapons, especially the more you actually look because right. they're clever about placement. And I'm and, finding a lot of just like yeah. tucked away, like, oh, this is cool. And as you unlock more perks, like uh, if you unlock the perk for lock picking, mm-hmm. you're going to find more cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Which I have not done. I'm still just on the early lock picking, the one that's default because I'm putting my perks elsewhere. Yeah. But eventually I'll get there. But what I do right now is I will literally just drop the least expensive guns. Mm-hmm. To me, the it attachments are cool. It saves a lot of weight, cool. too. Yeah, the attachments are cool, but. I honestly, I'll just, uh, if I have three guns that use the same ammo, I just keep the one that's the most expensive Mm because that one is damage is good, but value, the value of the gun is taking into account many factors. It's the damage, it's the attachments and it's the abilities. Yeah. So to me, value is a great way to judge which gun to keep. However, I know that uh, if your play style is different, if you're watching us on YouTube and your play style is different, I would love to hear how you handle having multiple guns with the same ammo. Mm-hmm. Are you like me? Do you just keep every possible gun until you're completely over encumbered? And, I and do, then, yeah. Like begrudgingly make Sarah carry the other 30? <laughs> yeah, I, so Here, I, will, I will gather. I, I'm now to the point where I'm not picking up every gun, but I am picking up every gun that is a rare or a legendary yeah. or, you know. Okay, so that's and kind of how I chunk. handle that. And send the super chunks. <laughs> super chunk level. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, it, okay. You know how in Fallout 4 uh, uh, they have the junk jet? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. If we had a junk jet Where and we could, could call shoot. it the chunk jet. There you go. And I would only Send a letter to it. Bethesda right now. I would only load it with chunks. Okay, we need to do something. We either You're need to sick, do a Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hit kidding. enemies with chunks. So I want to. They pick- should be like acid chunks. Yeah. Or like, you know, instantly vaporize and, <laughs> or make, make their spacesuit melt away or something. Somebody, please, if you're listening to the podcast, mod that. <laughs> either mod it or like, I can't do mods right now. I'm on Xbox. If, if there is a gun in the game that shoots like any thing as a projectile, Mm -hmm. I need to know. Please let me know. Yes. (laughs) He will go and hunt for it right now and equip it. Because if I can wage war with chunks, (laughs) that's what I want. That should be the next expansion. Wage (laughs) war with chunks. I hope so. The first expansion we already know is called Shattered Space. Mm. I hope it's like, the next one is the return of chunks. Chunkland. <laughs> Chunkland. <laughs> Chunkland. I've got one more tip for okay. managing that inventory because there are going to be guns that you don't want to get rid of. Okay. When the ammo count gets low, I, if I'm using a gun that I really like and the ammo count gets low, it is no fun to switch to another gun. Oh, now I found 20 more rounds and then switch back to your favorite gun. And then you run out of ammo so quickly again. So here's what I do. When I get low on ammo, I take that gun to my ship 
and I leave it in the in the cargo. I go through my guns and I find a gun that has tons of ammo because I haven't been using it. And now I've got a thousand rounds of ammo in that gun. That's now my main gun for a while. Right. If it's you're, fun. You're if it's stockpiling a good ammo for the other gun that you've stored yep. away in the ship. Yeah, that's You've stored smart. it away mm-hmm. and you're going to be collecting ammo and not even thinking about it. And yeah. then eventually when you start to run low on that other gun you're using, go back and check and be like, oh, wow. Okay, I can switch back to my other gun again. And nobody buys ammo. I mean, that's... Buying ammo is for suckers, I th- right? <laughs> like, I won't say just that go I, quest. The only time that I think maybe you buy ammo is if you have like a sniper rifle or something that is very specialized mm. that you're like, I need this and I need this ammo. I do agree that as you get later and later in the game, there is almost no need to buy ammo. Just switch to a different gun. Right. You might even have two different sniper rifles that have two different ammo types. I have a question for you. So in my ship, I have all these little fancy weapon cases and racks. Is there any benefit to racking my weapons on those just so I can see them, I guess? Or why would I just throw them in a locker versus like putting them on these weapon it racks really, and stuff for it, display? It's for the aesthetic. For the aesthetic. Now, that's interesting because I didn't know I had a weapon rack on my ship. Mm-hmm. And that's <laughs> just yesterday. It was like... And I'd really love to display this gun that I'm not using. I literally just found the captain's locker. Okay, like I yeah. didn't even know that was a thing. So <laughs> yeah. the captain's locker. Yes. The captain's locker captain's is log. Start um, eight, two, three. I've discovered the captain's locker. What's interesting about the captain's locker is if you start, like you can start placing items mm-hmm. around your ship, like as decoration. Yeah. I've been seeing all these things. I'm like, Oh, that'd be a cool decoration. Like fish bowls yeah. and terrariums. And I have a plush cat. Mm-hmm. It's the space cat. Space pants. <laughs> and I and I love it. And uh, I, I'm going to put it on the table. I need to do that. But you should know that if you make any changes to your ship, all of those items that you've placed will go into the shot cargo. into space. No. <laughs> it just <laughs> like that potato video. <laughs> the potato video is great. And now I've seen somebody go to that zero G hotel and, and sh- they, they, they <laughs> fill it with watermelons. No, they dropped um, lettuce and tomatoes and sandwiches, but they, <laughs> I swear it was like anywhere from a hundred to 300 items. Uh-huh. And they all just went out and then they started flying through this salad. This is zero G <laughs> salad that they made. It's that reminds just amazing. Me, I think on our second episode, I was like, I want to build the Borg spaceship. Mm-hmm. Somebody did. And oh yeah, I've been seeing all these great, uh, spaceship builds like the magic school the ma- bus. Yes, I saw all that. the Star Wars, <laughs> all the Star Trek. The magic school um, bus was great. I've seen the ship from Futurama. Mm-hmm. It, it's really amazing. Some Have of you the done creativity. a lot of ship building? Or I did a little I've bit. Done nothing. Okay. I actually spent a hundred thousand credits. What did I did you earn those credits? You didn't like go oh, behind the the. The wall, drop down, swim no. behind a New Atlantis and steal. Oh, the, yeah. I saw. Just stop. If you Don't can, do that. If you can go in, it's you like. You how to earn you a million credits an hour. Look at this puddle. Shut up. <laughs> just shut up. I hate it. <laughs> Why are I, you playing this game? Why don't you just I, install a mod that like lets you have endless money? Why? I mean, you're cheating at that point. It's yeah. So stupid. Sure. It's a single player game. Do what you want. But yeah. I think. Dwayne, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I think our stance is very clear. <laughs> well, we I mean, look, <laughs> part of the game is discovering the little credit things. Yeah. And like, oh, that's kind of cool. I just found all these little like discovery of it, yeah. like money and chess with money. It on them. Instantly. If you is take no that fun. away. Yep. Then what's the point? It instantly what is, is no the fun. point, people. I'm sure somebody go ahead. No. Comment. If you know, you can, hey, let your voice yeah. be heard. Okay. If I know. Look, it's. It's human nature to want to get something for nothing. Like everybody, like I I was like, oh, I'm going to go do this. But then I was like, no, I don't really want to do that. I know I've said it before, but I do, I am doing one exploit. So I gave Sarah an OP space laser thing. I don't remember the exact name. Right. (laughs) I gave her one bullet, which is something I found on social media. It's like, just give their, your NPC one. That's all they need. And they were using a, an explosive, like a rocket launcher as an example. Right. Which yeah. I was like, this is a hot mess. I don't, I don't want Sarah like it's shooting rocket launchers every five seconds. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. But I gave her this like OP space laser thing and like, she is a straight killer. Yeah. Yeah. So the NPCs generally have, or your, your companion generally has two problems in combat is one, they get in your way or two, they're either too effective or, or completely un, un- effective. Yeah. Ineffective. 
I am smart. I am smart. SMRT. Ineffective. Sorry. But yeah, or they might just be killing everything. And where's the fun in that? That's when I gave her that weapon. Now she's like, yeah, get out of my way. Get some. Yeah, go get some. She killed probably a little over half of all the NPCs. And then I was like, dude, of course, you always have the option of telling them to stay put. Yeah. And I forget about that. I get into the heat of combat and they're, we're Why like, you sit this one yeah, out. Yeah, just hang back for a minute. I'm going to go take care of these. Yeah. So I got to do that more often. So I, I agree. Like for my personal play style, like I don't want them to be too powerful. Maybe I have not given any of my God companions. Complex. God yeah. complex. <laughs> I haven't given them a- any weapons, but I have thought about it. I have thought, oh, you know what? I'm not really using this weapon or I'm going to drop it. Why don't I give it to them and they'll equip it? Cause that'd be kind of cool. Or if you're like, oh, it'd be cool if this character that I'm with is a sniper and they're, you know, picking people off while I run in. Mm-hmm. It's cover me, you know, that kind of thing. Their accuracy seems to be about a third of what the players is. If that, right. So yeah. their accuracy sucks, which I mean, which is good for gameplay. But I saw someone talking about how they are role-playing as a scientist. Mm -hmm. And you can't really be a pacifist in the game because they they actually even talked about it. Todd Howard said that they talked about it. Do we want to make sure that you can get through the whole game without killing anyone? It just, and they decided it's just not that type of game. Yeah. So I started, you know, thinking about what you told me about this and how this person said that they were role-playing as a scientist. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I thought, wow, what if you just made sure that your companion is really well armed so that they are like your security detail? And you're almost like their medic. So whenever they get, you know, beat up, you run in there real quick and heal heal them up and then you run back out of danger. And you mentioned security detail. Yeah. I thought that was a great name for it because then you're playing the scientist uh persona yep and you have the security detail whoever your companion is vasco or you know sarah or or yeah. sam i have not used Barrett. vasco at all so i'm kind of a little bit bummed at how much i haven't used vasco but it seems like it'd be a cool companion but like, i really like vasco but it's like i i don't know can you get anywhere relationship wise and i don't i don't mean like get you know get <laughs> married to vasco but i mean oh you can get a lot of places <laughs> <laughs> but i don't think that you can I, and i could be wrong actually because the other there's four characters in constellation that you can get to know them better and get to know their backstory. And as they get to like you, they'll open up to you and then you can have a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if Vasco has that line. Um, So that's something that I need to look up. And it's a bummer because I really like him. Mm -hmm. I really like Vasco, but to me, I got to hand it to the, the people that created this game. The human characters to me are very interesting and I think it has been. They are been, so well written. They are. They're well written. They're well acted. And I think the last time I had a game where I thought, wow, these fake characters are like my best friends like in this game was like Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Mass, by the time you get to the end of the Mass Effect trilogy, you're just like, dude, these are like, these are my friends. Yeah. You know, and it's like kind of heartbreaking to finish the game. And so I think Starfield does that very well. It's a testament, like you said, to the writing, to the acting, the voice acting, and the entire package, the animators, and, you know, despite the criticisms yeah. of, like, the weird Bethesda stuff, it still works. There, You're so, still making yeah. me feel attached to these characters, and I told you earlier that I've completely changed my play style. I, I went in wanting to be more of a pirate, and now I'm yeah. more of a goody two-shoes, you know, because I didn't want to let Sarah down. It's as simple as that. Like you she know, was, she yeah. saw me steal something and I felt so guilty. I was right. like, no, don't think that poorly of me, Sarah. <laughs> oh no. And it, by the way, is Sarah kind of like for us old guys? Like, is she the love interest, you know, for, I mean, because Sarah, <laughs> like Sarah, I'm imagining of like an 18 year old plays this game. And, uh, oh, well, I mean, Sarah <laughs> like, is, a, she seems like she's 40. Right, right. Right. Okay. But it's like, I think it's, and maybe it's this my kind of ageist, I guess, but. Uh, well, maybe it's my age, but I think it's so refreshing that like one of the, you know, main love interests is a 40 year old woman. 
right. who is the head of this explorers, um, you know, group. Right. Wait, but, can you wine and dine the, uh, the old guy, the money bags guy? What was his name? So if I, if I'm correct, it's, so I believe the, the four that you can fully, you know, have a, a romantic relationship oh, is, it's Vasco is Sarah. No, it's not Vasco. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, maybe, I don't know, mods. Anyway, uh, Sarah, <laughs> those mods are coming. It's Sarah, mm-hmm. it's Andresia, I believe Barrett, mm-hmm. and Sam Coe. And if there's more, then I need to be educated on that. You know, to your point also, like we've talked about like the Bethesda jank, and sometimes things get a little janky with the animations. And yes, there's like some uncanny valley stuff happening, Mm -hmm. but I find maybe it's just because I'm immersed in the game, but the more I play it, the more I get really, I I am impressed with the facial animations. Yeah. They're fantastic. Because I saw an eyebrow mod. Oh, really? Yeah. Eyebrow mod? Mod. I think the people were saying some of the weirdness is because the eyebrow positioning. Oh, I don't know. Interesting. This was a mod that only yeah. changed the eyebrows. That's so funny. That's so funny. If that, that one thing just fixes like 90% of the problems. Yeah. I think their eyes are too wide mm-hmm. or something. Interesting. But I interrupted you. You were saying, it. I I'm mean, just, it's still effective, right? I'm just saying it's very effective. It's very interesting. And yes, it has me changing or I will say it's affecting my decision-making in the game mm-hmm. based on these Sarah, characters. Sarah, will you uh, hang back at the spaceship so I can go murder <laughs> and gonna, steal? They're, they're, I, I'm doing this espionage stuff where I'm, you know, doing some some shady stuff. Not evil, but a little shady. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I have my, whoever my companion is at the time, I'm just like, eh, wait here. I'll be right back. <laughs> just hang here. I'm going to, I got to go run to the grocery store real quick. Why, why don't you, here's, here's five credits. Go get yourself some chunks. Okay. Hey, kid, hey kids, I'll be right back. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to go get the milk. 20 years later. So yeah, I think back to that exploit of giving your companion a strong weapon. We have to remember that not everyone that's playing this game is a fan of shooters, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that there's a place for you there. I think there's a place where you just say, you know what? There's very little shooting if you want it, honestly. Like you, there's a lot of quest. I haven't done the too much of the main quest line, a little bit of it. Yeah. But I'd say what I've experienced in the game is only 15% shooter. If that, I mean, it's a small, I mean, you can, that's just my own experience. It can be a hundred percent, I guess, or it could be 80%. That's what's great. You can play it as a shooter. You can say, I'm putting all my perk points in weapons, which I've done a lot of perk points in weapons. Yeah. But I think I'm up to level three of speech. And I got to tell you, I have gotten out of quite a few firefights mm-hmm. just by persuading people. In Skyrim, how did they respawn enemies? What was the kind of, if you left an area area for a day and you cleared an area, or if you cleared a specific cave, are they dead it, forever? If you cleared it, it's it almost feels like forever, but I believe that they will respawn enemies eventually. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of what what the mechanics are in Starfield because if there are a thousand a thousand planets <laughs> to explore, and there's five to five hundred yeah points of interest on each planet, I'm wondering if I go clear a yeah. base and I come back five years later. It's going to be as I left it inside, but outside maybe it's they could spawn a great more. Great question. Yeah, I don't know. I put up a tiny outpost very early on in the game, mm-hmm. and I know for exactly where there is a spot where there were a bunch of pirates. So I'm going to do this, okay? After our podcast recording today, I'm going to go back to that old pot that outpost that I haven't mm-hmm. been to since the love since shack, right? The love With shack. Sarah's love shack. <laughs> It's just a, just a little place just for the two of us. I will go to that place where there were pirates a long time ago, and I'm going to see if there are any enemies there. And you're going to bring them chunks. I'm going to give I'm going to say, <laughs> guys, guys, chunks I've for everyone. Chunks. Don't shoot. But you have to show up. Meet me halfway. You're here. Yeah. I've got the chunks. It's a so, marriage made in space. I'll always remember Paradiso. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll um, always have Paradiso. 
Which, by the way, that is definitely my next outpost. I am putting an outpost just... At, I'm going to go to the outskirts of where I can see the hotel because I love that planet so, so much. Wait a minute, though. To digress even more, uh, yeah. isn't there a seedy underbelly? Because I feel like it's a David Lynch film. Okay, don't spoil it. Okay. This is just a gut feeling. Based on what three NPCs said, they were like, it's almost too perfect. Oh, that's like, interesting. Oh, bum bum bum. Yeah, I can't. I can't. What's going I on? Because knowing Bethesda, that. underneath is like you know a slave colony well, where everyone's making. As far as I know, it's just a lovely place. But oh, I don't know. Are you lying? I, no, I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. There is, and so let me just. It, mm. it felt like uh, that that quest where you're. Oh man, I'm gonna butcher this. But you're in Fallout four and you get trapped in the bubble pod thing with like the sick old guy and he's created oh, yeah. this black and white 1950s fantasy and there's a murderer in a clown mask yes yeah it feels kind of like that where it's like this per- perfect society and then there's an evil underbelly so i don't know about that but there is a very interesting side quest uh at paradiso mm-hmm which I, I thought was very cool and interesting. Um, You're talking about the ship in orbit? Yeah, the ship yeah, that's I did in that. orbit. I completed okay, that one. Yeah. yeah. So that one I thought was very interesting. That was um, my first long quest line that I completed. Oh, okay. And I'm a lot poorer for it. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> that's the, why I think. It's just, that's just corporate people. They're the worst. That's true. I just uh, <laughs> hate corporate people. You know, when you talked about Secret Underground, it just reminded me that lately, so... This game to me is like an onion. Mm-hmm. You just keep pulling off these layers and then the game gets better and better the more I play because so I think one complaint that is valid uh, that a lot of people have is that New Atlantis. A lot of people say it's a boring city. I, I don't hate it. I, I like it. Uh, it reminds me of the Citadel in Mass Effect. I, I like it fine. Do I love it? No. Like I do. I, Neon to me is my favorite. Yeah. City. I think for all the hype, it did not live up to the hype. I felt the same way. Like it just felt uninspired space future. It's a little bland. Yeah. But my point is that I had been playing for a long time and I had heard right away when you get there, someone's like, oh, there's brownouts happening in the well. And then Mm -hmm. you get that quest. I think everyone's got it. If you've spent a few hours in New Atlantis. Yeah. And so I finished that. I'm halfway through it, I think. Okay. So I didn't do it because I was focused on the main quest. I Mm -hmm. came back and I was like, let me go check that out. And I was like, oh, wow, there's a whole section of the city that I didn't know about. Oh, you didn't, you hadn't gone uh, to that section? I had not gone into the well. Ah, yeah, that's the best part of New Atlantis, really. And there you go. And, Mm -hmm. And I started to think, is there a point to New Atlantis being so clean and perfect looking and kind of boring and the point being that they just built it over what is basically old atlantis right which is this underground place where all the poor people live i i just pinpointed what i don't like about new atlantis is it feels kind of like a disneyland facade Mm, the the upstairs part or like yeah, kind of all of it really it just feels very like limited as to where you can go I think a better big city design for me personally would have been like more of a grid style city that right. felt more like bigger or I, definitely I don't know. Think it feels fake. It feels like a yeah. Cinderella's castle kind of. I think that they, they design things kind of in a weird way to hide how small the cities are. And that's not necessarily a criticism. Um, I'm a huge fan of like the small towns in Skyrim, for example. Like I don't think everything has to be a sprawling city. Yeah. But when I was playing in Neon just last night, I went to a new area and then I went to another new area. I'm just shocked by like, I'll say this, the cities are bigger than you think. They, yeah. I mean, in retrospect, thinking just now about new Atlantis is it is there's a lot of NPCs. Yeah. There's more than I've ever seen in any Bethesda game. There's right. tons of them walking around and there's named NPCs all over the place. Yep. And they're doing things and it does feel lived in, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, I just... Because things change at night. Not as much as Skyrim because I know Skyrim, like, they would close up shop 
Mm-hmm. Like NPCs would close their shop at a certain time, go to the the tavern, and then they would go to bed. They'd go yeah. home and go to bed. I don't see that as much in Starfield, but I also don't think I need that. I don't think I need that in Starfield because I like that I can just go into the store in the middle of the night. Yeah. I can, right? Uh, I've never I, seen I'm pretty a store sure you closed. can, yeah. I would be surprised because I've never gone to a store and it was closed. Mm-hmm. So we talked about the presentation just briefly. Uh, I want to share a screenshot of one that I took in Mars. I don't know if it's going to translate um, to our YouTube viewers or not, but I was just impressed by the scene. I went to Mars. I was doing the quest line there, the main uh, Sarah quest line. And I, I kind of saw the pit behind the entrance, which I first I went into the entrance and went inside. But then the second time I was just, going around the outside and I saw the mining pit and I saw stuff moving and it just, it inspired me in terms of like just being amazed and and being in awe. And so I put my character up on this pipe and I took a screenshot and I was like, this is really cool. It felt, uh, it just, it just felt very well done. I don't, I don't know how to express it, but presentation is so good. And I agree. Like I, have not played a game like this in a while that, or, or I, I would say ever where how far away I can see things happening. I yeah. was on this planet and I saw some animals walking in the distance. They were so far away. And that's what I like about every new generation of games is you always have that moment like where, where you go, I've never quite seen that before. Yes. There's a new discovery that have, like we talked about this in one of our old podcasts about weather <laughs> when weather was yeah. first introduced and it was so right. amazing. Now but, it's like yeah. draw distance or what yeah. will the next like advance be where it's like, Oh, this is new, but then it's going to be an expectation moving forward. Like no man's sky, you know, no man's sky was one of my favorites for a while, but you're not going to see animals except for in a certain radius Mm -hmm. around you. It's an invisible 50 meter sphere of visibility around your character. And you can actually even see it when you scan for an outpost in, in no man's sky. Oh, there's a leg. There's a leg. Oh, there's his body. (laughs) It's like slowly. No, the camera will like go up Mm -hmm. and you'll see a circle around your character where there's animals and plants. It's the fog of war, Michael. Beyond that is the fog of war. (laughs) That's right. We'll call it the fog of war. Yeah, a lot of things coming together for an amazing experience in that game, truly. Mm-hmm. Michael, I have a question about your watch. Okay. You're still wearing it. I'm still wearing it. So that's, the, that's the a good sign, right? watch. Yeah. yeah. Tell yeah. me just real quickly, how has that been? Okay, so I'm going to be extremely honest. The, the watch is very good. It is a very good, like, smart watch, and you connect it to your phone, you get your notifications, everything. Are you wearing it just for the podcast, or but do you however, wear it? Yeah, I'm only wearing it for the podcast. Mm -hmm. I have to be honest, it's not a watch that replaces my Apple Watch. I mean, the Apple Watch is a $800. I mean, no, 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 it's it's expensive, right? It's like a $400 watch. Yeah. Um, So the Apple Watch does a lot. So that's tough. I mean, if I was coming in and I didn't have a watch, I might wear that more often. So. I will say if I didn't have a smartwatch already, if I didn't like the the functionality of the Apple watch is, you know, I can tap it. I can ha ha, you know, my, my friend sends a text message. I can just ha ha it right on, Mm -hmm. on the phone, uh, on my watch, excuse me. So I can't do that with my Starfield watch. I'm not trying to trash it because if I didn't already have a smartwatch, sure. I'd be wearing the heck out of this thing because Mm -hmm. it is really good. I gotta say this though, I the little HUD. I am never I've, thinking that's. I don't the think watch. I've ever used the watch yet. Do I have the watch? Here, here's I don't even the thing. Know. Yeah, you have it, but that's the problem, right? That's what's the bummer is they give you the watch at the beginning, and then you use the watch to unlock constellation, and then you never then use you it again. Never see it again. Whoa! But it's the, not like the Pip Boy. The Pip Boy was integral to everything. Yes, why why did they not have just an animation where when you pull up your menu, mm-hmm. you just, just see him bringing group. up the watch real quick? Maybe they did. Maybe it'll be unlocked and it was too, too well, much. Yeah, I'm wondering if they did that and they just thought, eh, it's too cumbersome. You Interesting. Know? Hmm. 
Because we need to find out more about this. This is intriguing. The HUD at the bottom left, yeah, showing you all the planetary readings. That's and reminiscent stuff. of the watch face, no, it right? It is your watch. Okay. It's that's it's supposed to be your watch. It's just that I forget that it's the watch. I thought that was just the HUD of some kind. That's the see. That's the thing. Is it is just your HUD mm -hmm. in the game, but it's supposed supposedly that's the readings on your watch. I see. Okay. Yeah, you're right. They kind of did not tie that in very well and they teased it in the trailer and everything so you feel yeah. like it would be more more prominent more right? prominent i really love the clean design of the hud but it's like couldn't you just put the little border of the watch mm. around it yeah something so that you feel like there's more value to the collectible that you got <laughs> well, i'm being you really nitpicky um but yes overall the watch is very solid it does not feel cheap at It's all. not the big uh, PR disaster like the fake Pip-Boy was. Right. I remember, remember that. Yes. The, and that they, was a They fear. teased one that was completely different than the plasticky trash one it that they actually sent out. It was just plasticky. And, and they did that also with, uh, I want to say, Fallout 76, they had like a canvas bag. Mm -hmm. And apparently it was terrible. Like the quality was just terrible. And they actually, they made up for it. Um, I guess like, I think they then made better bags and sent it out. They yeah. probably took a huge financial hit it, to it, do that. And Skyrim, they sent out rubber swords. So it was, it's been a Did fail. They? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Where are the real swords? Come Hello. on. Um, so absolutely. The watch is not reminiscent of any of those bad situations mm -hmm. in the past. The great irony though, they came I out with a cool like I, product yeah. in the real world, but then it's not really tied into the, into it's, the game. Yeah. It's weird. Well, that about wraps it up for this week's episode, but thank you so much. You know, we're, we're seeing a lot of uh, people listening on the podcast apps, and then we've yes. got some people coming to watch the video on YouTube. So thank you very much. We appreciate it. If you like the episode, you know, please consider just dropping a little five-star rating. Uh, that helps us out. It Super does. cool. Yep. And as always, you can check out our other videos on our YouTube channel as mm -hmm. well. We do a few comedy things and we've got some other ideas for podcasts that are coming up in the future. Yes, definitely. So once again, thank you so much. And we will see you next week on Starfield with normal people. Thank you. See ya.